Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. This show is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. I do hope that you'll stay and help us make the world better one dish at a time. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I'm so, so thrilled that you make me part of your regular listening rotation. As you're listening to this, tune in. Make sure, do not forget, this Thursday, I'm going to be streaming live for the first time over on Twitch. Doing live cooking, anyway. I've streamed before. But I'm going to be streaming some live cooking, some enchiladas, some homemade chimichurri, and some margaritas. Everything absolutely from scratch. I cannot wait. I've been putting a lot of work into making sure all the different kind of elements that I want to have in place for the stream are in place, and I really think that I'm ready to go. Make sure you tune in 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I can't wait to see you over there. Today on the show, we are going to talk about little baby apple pies. Basically born because I looked at an apple. I looked at an apple and was struck by inspiration. I said... I made little baby apple pies. I'll talk more about that in the breakdown in the back half of the show. Wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, I just want you to know how grateful I am. I hope that you're doing absolutely amazing. I'm sending so much love and positive energy out into the universe for you. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to someone else. Don't find reasons to punch down at people or to hate people. Just love people. Just do something to put some good into the world. I think that the world needs a lot more of that these days. Believe in yourself. What exactly does that mean to you? For me, I often find myself searching for that answer. I often find myself not believing in myself. I often find myself kind of struggling a lot. I have struggled a lot lately with my weight, especially with this plateau that I'm on. I want to talk to you guys more about accountability a little bit later in this, but Believing in yourself. Believing in yourself is kind of the core foundation. It's the key foundation to anything that you're going to do, anything that you're going to set your mind to. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't put it in your mind, if you don't say to yourself, I can do this, then you're not going to be able to do it. Or you're going to fail doing some aspect of it. Or you're just going to be super critical at yourself at the outset, even like even if it turns out to be a smash success. If you get to the end and if you say, no, I didn't really think I could do it, then you're automatically defeating yourself. And I've struggled with that a lot in my life. I've struggled to really, really get like ahead of that and really stop myself from 
beating up on myself, hating on myself. For a long time, I didn't believe in me. And there's times when I still don't. There's times when I still really, really, really struggle. Just think about something that you've struggled with recently. Just take a moment. Just close your eyes. I'll lift up the music a little bit here. Just take a moment. Face it. What are you looking at right now in your mind's eye? Or maybe you're looking at it physically. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's a number on a scale. Maybe it's a project that you've been waiting to get off the ground. Maybe it's finally getting cooking streams off the ground. Maybe it's just getting content recorded. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, you have to go into it with a mindset from the get-go. That I can do this. That I will do this. One thing that I've really struggled with lately is accountability, as I said. And it's because as far as weight loss goes, as far as losing weight and all that kind of stuff, I don't believe in myself anymore. 330. 330. That's what I weigh right now. I lost 125, over 125 pounds. I used to be big, 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 like way, way bigger and grosser than I am now. And I got down to like 285, I think, at my absolute lowest before I kind of just slowly climbed my way to this point here, 330. And this is where I've been hanging out ever since for a, a year now. And it's because I don't. I don't believe in me. I really don't. And it's, it's about time I was honest with myself about that fact, about the fact that I don't believe in me. And you may be listening to this and you may be rushing to whatever channel you use to communicate with me. And you may be like, Nick, no, 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 no. I believe in you. And I know, I know. And I'm grateful so many people out there believe in me and, and offer me confidence and offer me words of encouragement and, and whatever it is, wherever it is in between that, I'm so grateful. I'm such a great, great network of people around me that I absolutely adore. But I don't have it here. I don't believe in me here. And I get frustrated. And I get a little depressed. And I get a little upset about it. And then I'll eat something I shouldn't. Or I'll eat too much of something when I shouldn't. And then the second I finish eating it, I'm just filled with this uncontrollable sense of self-loathing. I'm so angry at myself. Nick, why did you do that thing? 
back in the drop the sugar days, and I still do largely follow the tenets of the whole drop the sugar thing. I do eat some sugar here and there, but I don't, I steer clear of the very, very bad junky things, you know, and I try to avoid eating anything with a lot of added sugar in it, unless I'm the one that's adding the sugar myself. If I'm making a dessert, like we'll talk about in the back half of the show today, but yeah, one of the biggest things for me at that point in time was holding myself accountable, taking an honest, a good, honest look at myself, staring at myself right in the mirror. Saying this has to stop. Now, there were days back, you know, in, in both the pre drop, the sugar days when I was so depressed, I was, I was so upset. I, I really, I, I hated coming home. I hated my life so much. I dreaded whatever was going to happen. I just, my skin would crawl. I just felt so lost. I felt so hopeless. I felt so empty. I didn't want to live anymore. And the thing that I've always crutched on whenever I've been depressed or upset or whenever I haven't believed in me is food. I've always just grabbed that snack, eaten that junk. Now I'm glad to say the days of polishing off an entire pint of ice cream and then some on top of like 4,000 calories at dinner and whatever else. And, you know, maybe a whole giant family sized bag of Reese cups in a night editing a show. I'm glad to say those days are behind me because they are. But that doesn't mean I don't falter. That doesn't mean I don't buy things I shouldn't buy sometimes and binge when I shouldn't binge. That doesn't mean I don't have moments where I get upset. And that doesn't mean I don't have moments where I get frustrated with myself. And I bend and I break. And it's because I don't believe in me. And no matter what anybody else does, no matter what anybody else says, no matter what anybody else does to offer me encouragement or try to help me or anything like that, it's not going to change. It's not going to do anything unless I say to myself, you got to believe in you. You have to believe that you can do this because none of you out there are going to drag me off of this plateau. Nobody out there is going to get me off of this thing. Nobody. And exercise like, you know, I haven't, it's been so cold out and I was getting over COVID. I wanted to be a hundred percent again before I go sign up for the gym. And I really do want to sign up for the gym. But there was a long time when I was going to the gym, like an hour plus every single day, lifting like crazy cardio, like crazy. It didn't matter. I still got fatter. It's because I didn't believe in me. I was still so depressed and still so upset. So I would still just pile it in. I would still just eat the garbage. I would eat the crap. I would eat that giant, giant bag of Reese cups. I would drink a whole thing of caramel or whatever it was, anything and everything. The richest, most, most decadent sugars I could pour into my body. I would get them in there because I felt so depressed and I hated myself so much. Because I didn't believe in me. And I guess I'm telling you all of this now for two reasons. Number one, because I've decided I'm going to believe in me. I have to because I've been slowly, slowly circling back down that drain. 
very slowly. I'm on the plateau now and I've been staying here and it's good because I know that I can eat the things that I eat in moderation. I know that I can eat the things that I eat largely and, and, and I can exercise at the rate that I'm exercising and I can be okay that I'm not going to bloat out instantaneously like a hundred plus pounds. But I know that inevitably the self-loathing will continue the binging and the binging will continue to add weight. And then eventually I will get kicked off of the plateau and then I'll start gaining weight. And then I'm going to start feeling worse about myself. And then I'm just going to start getting angrier and angrier and angrier. Coming up in March, it's going to be three years since my friend John died. And when he went into the ground, I was big. Biggest I'd ever been in my entire life. Over 400 for sure. Easily. I used to have to wear what I lovingly referred to as tarps. And I made a promise to myself and I made a promise to him then and there that I wasn't going to be the next one to follow him into the ground. I got off the sugar. I started managing my portions. I started watching how much I was eating because my biggest thing has never, never necessarily been what I'm eating. Cause I cook everything from scratch. That's a whole tenet of this show. 98% of what I eat is from scratch. But a lot of my problem has always been the volume of food that I consume. But I promised I wasn't going to be the next one into the ground. And I still hold to that promise. But sometimes I need to sit here and I need to give an honest lecture almost to myself. Because if there's something about yourself that doesn't make you happy, if there's something about you that frustrates yourself, if there's something about yourself that makes you question when you were closing your eyes a few minutes ago, when you were thinking, when you were just quieting your mind and you pictured that thing that makes you doubt yourself, that makes you not believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself to get anywhere, to get anything done. Now, I have been so, so frustrated lately. And all I've wanted is to get off of this plateau and be better than I am. To not feel so gross and disgusting. It's really frustrating. All of this is really, really frustrating. But I'm not going to sit at 3.30 anymore. I'm not going to be okay with 3.30 anymore. I'm not going to be comfortable with 3.30 anymore. And whatever you pictured when you closed your eyes, I don't want you to be okay with it anymore either. I want you to resolve here and now to start believing in yourself. What is it that you need to do to start believing in you what is it that you need to get yourself to that place where you believe in you 
For me, it's simple. The few indulgences that I have had, done. Caught them out. Limiting portions. Rebecca made lasagna tonight for dinner. Turned out wonderful. And three helpings. Three. That's how the old Nick used to eat. And ever since I finished dinner, I came back in there to the office here and I recorded an episode of Satisfactory. And now I'm recording this and all I'm doing and all I can tell you, whether you're watching this or listening to this or anything in between, is how just frustrated and angry I feel at myself because I did that. So, so, so frustrated and angry because I'm better than this. I'm better than this and I know I'm better than this and so are you. Whatever it was that you pictured when you closed your eyes, close your eyes again and just get it there in your mind's eye. Whatever it is, whatever it is that causes you to doubt yourself, whatever it is that makes you have pause that you don't believe in yourself. Stare it down and say, you will not beat me. You will not beat me. You cannot beat me. It's up to each one of us. Like it, it's it's great to have great supportive communities and, and a great network and support system of people. But if you have, you can have all of that in the world. Like there, there are people that, you know, they, they throw, you know, hundreds of dollars a month at really fancy gym equipment and, and going to gyms and, and, and doing all these different things or whatever it is. But if you doubt yourself, if you have that moment before you even start to say, yeah, you can't do it. And I do it all the time. I say, Nick, you're you're going to cave again. You're just going to eat some garbage. You're just going to stay at this weight and you're just going to be fat and feel gross. And we can get into, you know, how healthy it is or isn't for me to have the body image of myself that I do, but that's in there. It's I'm 41, almost 42 years old. It's in there. It's built into me. Because it's not just about body image either. It's about wanting to live a healthier life, wanting to live a longer life. I've got so, so much to do. I've got so, so much to do. I've got so many plans. I've got so many different things that I want to accomplish yet in this life. And I work so, so hard to those ends, but they're not ever going to happen if I just eat myself to death. I want to be healthy. I want to run a half marathon. I can't do that. When I look like this, so I'm going to start believing in me because I've done it before and I know I can do it again. And the good thing, the testament to all of it is I never gained back most of that weight. I still am almost a hundred pounds down from where I was at the peak. I was over 400. I was huge. I looked like a balloon. And I can get there again. I will get there again. 
maybe you know there will be other things that will challenge me there will be other things that will make me doubt there will be other things there will be other things that will keep me from believing in me this will not be one of them so every single week when I record this show and I talk to you guys in the positivity segment, I'm going to let you know how I'm doing weight-wise. I'm going to let you know where that number is and what I've done to push myself further to get there. Because that's me holding myself accountable. And I need to hold myself accountable in order to get there. Whatever it is you're battling with, whatever it is you're fighting, whatever it is you're facing, don't let it beat you. You've got this. You can do this if you only, only believe in you. I believe in you. I know I can do this. And like losing that 125 pounds, that was so hard. And so many of you out there, you believed in me. You believed that I could. And I'm so grateful to you for that. So can you, whatever it is, I promise you never, ever, ever stop believing in you. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. Thank you for helping me make the world better, one dish at a time. If you love the show, if you want to help me spread this message of positivity and scratch-made food, hit me up on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen. Review the show. Leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to this right now. I promise you it helps so, so much. I know you hear so many creators say that all the time, and I know it's annoying, but it really, really does help. And it's the one thing that you can do more so than anything else that will really help me reach more ears and more eyes. I'm not often struck just like by food inspiration, like where I just immediately will kind of conceptualize an idea just by seeing something. But it does happen, and I kind of will often peruse my way through recipes and just kind of browse my way through stores and through the shelves here in the house just to kind of see if food inspiration strikes me, because sometimes it does. And when it does, I'm only ever rarely really, really blown away. Sometimes it's like it's a good concept, but it needs work. And not that this concept doesn't also need work, because it definitely does, but... 
I was so blown away by how good this was. And I was so, so blown away by how well it worked that I'm, I'm maybe I'm just learning that much more about food. And I mean, that's kind of the point of the journey, right? The point of the journey is to continue to learn more and more and more about food, about food techniques, about cooking techniques, about doing things and treating different ingredients with tried and true cooking techniques to make them better. And I love doing it more than I can possibly describe to you. I love, love, love to cook and create in the kitchen. And so I think Rebecca was in the refrigerator and there was one, a lone green apple just hanging out in the refrigerator, just sitting there. And I looked in the fridge while she was in there. I saw this apple and immediately, just immediately into my head, baby apple pies popped in there. I said, we've still got wonton wrappers left over from new years from making crab rangoons we saw a whole pack of them frozen okay what if i made an apple pie filling and what if i then stuffed it inside of a wonton wrapper sealed it up and deep fried it and then what if when it was done i tossed it in a cinnamon sugar mixture unbelievable how good these turned out. I don't want to wait anymore. I got to break these down for you. This is what you're going to need to make my little baby apple pies. You're going to need eight cups of green apple finely chopped. And I mean, you want a small, small chop on this. You need a half a cup of dark brown sugar, a quarter of a cup of cornstarch, a teaspoon of cinnamon, a quarter of a teaspoon of allspice, a half a teaspoon of nutmeg, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt. You're going to need 50 wonton wrappers. You're going to need oil for deep frying. And then for your cinnamon sugar coating, you're going to need a half a cup of white sugar and a tablespoon of cinnamon. Now, when I made this, I do think that the coating is good. The cinnamon sugar coating. I think it's, it's, it's par for the course. Like it's almost what you expect to find with something like this. I think, however, that you could elevate this even further by making like some kind of homemade cream cheese dipping sauce or like some kind of homemade cream cheese icing that you drizzled over the top of these or some kind of a homemade caramel that you drizzle over the top or in an ideal world, both. Like imagine a homemade cream cheese icing and a homemade caramel, just light drizzles. You don't want a ton of it, but light, light drizzles over the top of this. I'm telling you, it would be absolute perfection, but it was good both with and without the coating because we did some without the coating as well. But the coating, it just, it's the, it's the starting point. It's the beginning and it can be so much more, so, so much more. So to make this pie filling first, you're going to combine the apples, brown sugar, cornstarch, cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, and salt into a large saucepan, and you're going to add your half a cup of water. Stir this all together until it's well combined. Normally, when I make pie filling, I use butter. I wanted to omit that here because you're already frying this, which is already unhealthy enough. I didn't want to add butter to the filling as well, so that's why I'm using a half a cup of water. But you need something in there to kind of start to form that kind of liquidy base. If you need a little bit more water, make sure you add some in there. 
You're going to cook this filling over medium heat until your apples get nice and soft, seven to 10 minutes. They're going to be in the oil for maybe a minute or two. It's not going to be long enough to cook apples, especially green apples, which have that really, really distinct snap to them. So you want to make sure that you soften them down and keep in mind, you can use whatever kind of apple you want here. I would probably change the ratio of sugar. Like you don't need a half a cup of dark brown sugar in these if you don't want to go that far. You know, if you're using a sweet apple, you probably want to cut it down to a quarter cup. If not, omit it entirely. But use your favorite apple in this. Remove your pie filling once it's ready, once your apples are softened, remove it and allow it to cool down. And then basically you're going to take your wonton wrappers and you're going to put about a tablespoon's worth of filling into the center of your wonton wrapper. You're going to get a bowl full of water. You're going to use your finger or a brush and you're going to wet the edges and then fold it in half. This is very, very important, more important than even like with crab rangoons or any of the other stuff I've fried in a wonton wrapper. You need to make sure you get a tight seal on this. You need to make sure it's sealed all the way along because otherwise you're going to have oil get into the filling and you don't really want that. I promise you. So make sure you fold it in half and press it really nicely sealed along the seam. Before you get everything ready to fry, heat your oil up to 350 degrees and combine your sugar and cinnamon into a large bowl. Mix them up to combine them and just set it aside. So then when it comes frying time, you're only going to fry these for a minute or two, basically until the wonton wrappers are browned. Your filling's already cooked. You don't need to do any more to that. And be careful not to overcrowd the oil with these. So just literally, it'll take probably 90 to 120 seconds. Once they're done, take them out of the oil and then immediately put them into that big bowl of cinnamon sugar and just give it a good toss. And that oil is going to help that cinnamon sugar just stick on the outside of those things and then remove them over to like a paper towel line tray. That's what I put them on. Or you can do a rack or whatever you want to do to let any kind of excess oil and excess cinnamon and sugar and everything kind of drip and fall off of them. So this is going to yield 50 apple cinnamon wontons. It's going to yield as many as you have wonton wrappers to fill. And they are about 52 calories before you fry them, which includes the cinnamon sugar coating at the end. Once they're fried, I'm estimating probably around 75 to 85 calories per wonton. So make sure you keep that in mind. This was so light and crispy and crunchy and it had just the most beautiful blissful texture to that wonton wrapper you got that good amazing sweetness from that cinnamon sugar coating and then you get into that apple pie filling and just that wonderful warmth and immediately it's it's hot because obviously you fried it but it immediately kind of connects that synapse in your brain to just warm fresh beautiful apple pie but then you're eating it in this beautiful tiny little handheld thing they are literally like the perfect thing like i said i can't wait to make these again because i really really want to come up with like a homemade cream cheese icing and like a homemade caramel and just kind of like just do like little drizzles over the top of them i think it would be so perfect i'm waving my hands back and forth as if i'm drizzling them like in my brain right now in front of me and they're not here this is my keyboard and that would not be nice if i got caramel on it 
but yeah, these I I they they were a little bit of work to put together because obviously you got to fill all your wonton wrappers and stuff. But oh, like these, I'm telling you what, these would be perfect if you're having a party and you want just like a nice light dessert that you can place out that people can just kind of grab a couple of and just enjoy at their leisure. These are perfect, so light, so crisp, sweet, appley, tart because of the green apples and perfect just so warm and wonderful and perfect i have few times been prouder of just and, and i can't i i am for sure not the only person that has ever 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 thought of these like i can't be i never looked it up because i don't like to look stuff like that up because i don't want it to deflate me because <laughs> i just was like yeah we have wonton wrappers i can make pie filling and put it in there i'm sure other people have done it before but I'm so, so proud when I think of something that I've never done before that's like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. And this can turn out brilliantly. And it actually worked. That's the one thing is like a lot of the time I'll think of something. I'll conceive stuff. And it's a lot better of a concept than it is like reality. And I'm more than thrilled that these came out as good as they did. Please give these a try. I promise you, you will absolutely love them unless now here's, here's the caveat. Here's the one thing I want to throw in here with this. I tried reheating these numerous different ways after the fact toaster oven came the closest to being okay, but holy cow, do these get bad when they get like when, when you have to reheat them the next day because the wonton wrappers just get so soggy. And I don't know enough. Like, if you have any ideas about reheating wonton wrappers, hit me up on social media. I, like I said, the toaster oven came the closest because it dried them back out and it crisped them back up a little bit. I also might have left them in there a little bit too long, so they may have burnt. I tried them in the air fryer, like to reheat them in the air fryer. Uh-uh, not even close. Speaking of air fryer, this would also work perfectly, perfectly in the air fryer. You just do like a light brush of like a grapeseed oil or something that doesn't have like a strong flavor profile on its own. And this would be perfect. Or maybe like a coconut oil even. Like you could even do like a little bit of a coconutty flavor into this. It would turn out so, so amazing. And then you could cut down on the oil at the very least that you're putting into this. These were so, so good. And that's going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. You may not think that it means anything, but it means the absolute universe to me. I appreciate so, 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 so much that you've taken the time to listen to this today. You are incredible. Go out there today. Be kind to someone. Be kind to yourself. So many people are unkind to themselves. Just do something to put good out there into the world. That's what this show is all about. Just trying to put some good into the world. Be it through a delicious bite of something like a little baby apple pie. Or be it just the positivity segment where I just talk about you living your absolute best life. Thank you so much for helping me make the world better one dish at a time. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for coming on this journey with me.
Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. Thank you so much to M, Deb, Sam, and Chris. And a very special thank you to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Nikolai's Kitchen.